My name is Lee Hanbyeol. I'm a North Korean defector from Hunan. My name is Young Namong. Uh, but you can call me Ken. I was born and raised in North Korea. And I have had many extraordinary experiences uh, compared to the most normal 35 years old. Hello, everyone. I am Sehyo Ho. When I was in North Korea, I was not aware of the fact that I had been living with no freedom. What freedom means to me has changed throughout my life depending on the circumstance. From being ignorant what freedom is, to becoming rebellious to the unfairness which I suffered. I hope by raising awareness on this issue, North Koreans can be free of prejudice and that people can accept North Korean defectors as no different to other human beings. Thank you for listening to my speech. This weekend, seven North Korean defectors gathered in Seoul to answer the question, what freedom means to me? The event was organized by Teach North Korea Refugees, and despite technical difficulties that prevented the use of microphones, true to their own stories of triumph and persistence, each defector rose to the challenge of delivering a 10-minute speech in English. We have honorable mentions, first of all, four of them, 100,000 won each. Bronze, third prize, 200,000 won. Silver, 500,000 won. And grand prize, and going out to dinner with you very soon, 1 million won. Bronze, third prize, Luna Han. All right, then silver, second prize, Han Biao Lee. Okay, and gold grand prize is Sehyuk Oh. I am Seo Go. Uh, I've been living in Seoul since 2002. And I escaped North Korea in 1999 and lived in China for two years and a half in a missionary shelter. Then I entered the, entered the German embassy in Beijing, then came to South Korea in 2002. When I was in North Korea, I was not aware of the fact that I had been living with no freedom. For example, at a young age, all students were mandated to learn and manually copy a whole context of information about the Kim family every semester. If anyone said anything bad about the Kim family, they would be punished. I thought all that was normal. However, as I grew older, I began to become rebellious and resist all the rules and regulations which controlled my life. I hope by continuing to speak out like what I'm doing today will help North Koreans achieve freedom from discrimination. I have come a long way escaping from starvation and now challenging my personal and social limits. In South Korea, there are discriminations and prejudice uh, toward North Korean defectors. Uh, but uh, my speech was to challenge my personal limits, you know, standing uh, on the podium before many people and express my thoughts, and then, you know, practice English and, you know, express my thoughts. So that was my main goal. But uh, at the same time, you know, 
they by you know expressing my experience. That's my personal experience. But my personal experience has also the aspects of society, you know, social problems. So there are still you know some the barriers for the North Korean defectors when they you know looking for a job and they like that. So I wanted my you know speech to contribute something to improving such problems. I asked the winner of the speech contest what he thought of the looming tensions between North and South Korea taking place on the very day of the North Korean English speech contest. One of my friends, the international friend, she is American. She texted me and they said, oh, are you okay? You know, know, I was born in Korean Peninsula in North Korea and I was there. I also, you know, experienced the same kind of situation, the especially when maybe in 1994, um, when the North Korea decided to, you know, give up the non-proliferation treaty. At that time, I thought, oh, the the war might happen the in the sooner. But now I'm a little bit used to that this conflict or tension. But in South Korea, of course, I'm pretty concerned about that this situation. But you know, as South Koreans do that so far, you know, we have to defend our the nation from the North Korea, and also we have to develop the economy, and then we have to be normal, uh, try to be normal, even. Even under the such, you know, um, the tension, the situation, and also today's my this the speech. It has the message for North Koreans now. They may imagine the the freedom may make them the rich, but the, my message was the freedom was not like that. In order to, you know, enjoy the opportunity fully, uh, I have to you know challenge my limits. But any society has such limits. Um, so we have to challenge them. This is not the first English speech contest for North Korean defectors hosted by Teach North Korea Refugees, and it won't be the last. My name is Eun-Gu Lee. I'm a South Korean co-founder of TNKR. I'm currently my working as a researcher in the, some education institution in Korea. Casey Lartig, co-founder of Teach North Korean Refugees. I came to South Korea as a young man as an English teacher. I taught at Yonsei University and Hanyang University. I used to do some volunteer work with Korea International Volunteers in 2011, and I became aware that there are a lot of volunteers in Korea who wanted to help. Later on, I became the international advisor to the Mulmong Cho School for North Korean Refugee Children, and a lot of my North Korean refugee friends were asking me if I could help them also with their English, and I kept saying at first, I'm not a teacher now, but then I realized I could do the same thing that I'm doing for the Mulmong Cho School, connecting volunteers with refugees. So in March of 2013, we matched up some refugees who were teachers in North Korea, along with some volunteers here in South Korea, and we've been doing it ever since. This contest was another big, big opportunity for them to speak out their story in English. So is it a great opportunity for them as well? Yeah, right. with, the, with, with the prize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So now we've had two contests. The first one was, how can I help? And then the second one was, what freedom means to me? Because who does freedom mean more to than North Koreans? They've actually experienced the other side where they did not have freedom. Now they're on this side and they can talk about what it means to them. In two years, we now have had 180 refugees, about 180, come through the program. 
We've had about 280 volunteer tutors help in the program. Uh, we now allow South Koreans into the program as long as they're helping North Korean refugees in some way as a volunteer or working at an NGO. They can also study for free in the program. And we've now, last weekend, we had our 34th session of matching North Korean refugees with volunteers. We have two parts. Track one is the one where they study language. Usually English, because that's the, the highest demand, but also we've had a couple of other languages. And then track two are for the ones who want to do public speaking. And, and today, some of them are in track one, a couple of them also in, in track two. The all-time champion is still Yunmi Park. She had 18 tutors in wow. eight months. So, yeah, she was just studying all the time. And so some of our speakers have spoken around the world. So she just released a book, A Thousand Miles of Freedom, Unsung Kim. And Ju Yang was in our program. She just did a TEDx talk a couple of months ago in the U.S., of course, Yunmi. And Sherry Yang, one of our ambassadors, along with Ken. And Andrew, Sungju Lee. He seems to be connected with every organization, but uh, he's also was in our program. But we have, luckily, a lot of volunteers who come into our program. And the co-founders of TNKR say the ongoing security issues with North Korea are not something they're concerned about. We don't know what happened today, so we don't care about what they do. So it's great. Great yeah. event today for us. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, look, I think I've been watching Korea long enough to know they make all these threats, they give these deadlines, and then no matter what happens, they'll say, well, we scared them and they had to back down. Now, of course, you know, they're threatening to shoot at loudspeakers because they don't want to hear a different story. They don't want their people to hear something different. And our refugees represent that other story that they don't want to hear. For KoreaFM.net, I'm Chance Dorland.